Yes, I believe we are live. Let's find out. Okay, let's find out if we are live. It's going to, okay. We are live. We are? Great. We'll give everybody a chance to come in. You see? And join us. Refresh up the page. I love it, Teresa. I'm teaching you how to be tech savvy. Mm. Here we are. It should be. It should be public alone. Yes, it is. Hey, everybody. We got some people joining us. Hey, hey Becky. Oh, there's Becky. Hi, Becky. We got Bernard. Say hello to everyone, Cerise. Hello. I'm looking uh, down, but I'll look up here. Hey, everybody. We're awesome. Welcome to the Candid and Crucial oh, Conversations podcast. It's episode two. And like real live entrepreneurs, we're doing it on a Saturday night. How fun is that? Oh, Becky, we miss you too already. This is so good. Hey, I need you guys to share this video because it's going to be super exciting. I hope. This is so cool. We got some of our soul shift people with us on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Some person. Yeah, and some in person. So we're going to have some fun tonight. Okay. okay, cool. All right, Sharice, have you got your technology together today? It should be faster than it was last week. Yeah, well, yeah. let's go. Let's just go. Let's just, let's just do it. Yes. Well, once again, we are live with the Candid and Crucial Conversations podcast with myself, Crystal Robinson, and Sharice Gordon, also known as Sharice Chappelle. So, we're going to jump right in. Uh, you know what's so weird, Sharice, is that we were supposed to do this together. Like, we told the people we were going to do this together in some kind of way. We're not together. We're still How not together. How did that happen, Sharice? I don't, I don't life. know. Life, life happens. I think it's the life um, I think it's the life of an entrepreneur. I think that's what it is. Because we were supposed to be together doing this podcast. We were both in Arkansas on Friday um, and Thursday. I had to leave uh, this morning, but we were supposed to do the podcast yesterday, but because we are the people that we are, <laughs> sometimes it just don't work out that way. Good news is we were determined to get this podcast done before the end of the week, and we still have a couple of hours left in this week, so we are good. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to tell the people what we were doing this weekend, Sharice? We were soul shifting um, with Sean Strickland. In yeah. Arkansas, it was uh, us and about 15 other ladies. Oh, maybe more than that. Maybe yeah. 16, 17 other ladies. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. we had one gentleman uh, that joined yes. us. And that we was did. Lemoyne, Crystal's husband. So that was great. He added um, value to our conversation from a mm. male perspective. So I think he enjoyed it. We did. But I think he had yeah. a great time as well. Yes, I think we are both uh, personal development junkies, so that's probably why we enjoyed that so well. 
Uh, we'll probably dive into. Uh, oh, there's some of our social people commenting on the on the podcast there. Um, but I think um, we can see. Y'all, y'all want to figure out another take? take yeah, we we trying to get her to join a live. We just oh, I got you. Uh, and Sharice is the person not to teach you how to do that. I'm sure well, she's, she's got it now. She's got it. Now, don't don't. Dude. My skills are coming up. My skills are coming up. Yes, they are. Uh, but nonetheless, so we did some uh, some soul shifting uh, these last, well, I had to leave today. Today, the event um, taking place, um, but I had to leave uh, because I had to go and be a mom. So I had to get my, my daughters ready for the daddy-daughter dance today in some kind of way. I was able to jump straight off a plane and make that happen. So uh, pat myself on the back for that. Good I job, really feel good about it. I feel like I did decent. You know, they, they really, they looked good. Um, so so kudos to um, uh, mommy for making that happen. But this past these past two days were absolutely phenomenal. When we went to Arkansas, we had an absolutely great time. Um, but on my way back, I had a download and it could have had something to do with you know, being at the soul shift. I'm not really sure like where the thoughts came from, but I'm going to, I'm going to read the message uh, verbatim. I actually posted it on my personal Facebook page uh, earlier today, but I got into one of these zones and I think Sharice know when I get in, in, in the zone like this, mm-hmm. and I just on like this, this, you know, venting mode, but here it is. It says the door of opportunity stays open for those that are willing to do the work. The door has no sympathy for those for those that complain and whine about their disadvantages, past mistakes or lack of support. If you want more, you have to be more, do more and invest more. There has never been nor will there ever be a shortage of opportunity because God sent Jesus so that we could have a more abundant life. Therefore, I'm sorry, there is, however, a shortage of people that don't make excuses. Don't think you will automatically have access to an abundant life without being willing to make sacrifices and do the work. So that vent kind of came, I don't even know where it came from, Therese, but it came, right? And I know we both have conversations all the time, especially as it has to do with entrepreneurship, about how uh, people typically have, you know, excuses or, you know, whatever they want to call them. I'm going to call them excuses uh, for not having access to opportunities, not necessarily realizing what they have in their hand at that particular point in time. And, you know, for me and you as, as entrepreneurs, we do a lot of stuff um, that costs us something, right. That makes us, you know, either get outside of our comfort zone or um, that makes us, um, you know, have to sacrifice things or whatever the case may be. And, you know, your experience this weekend in particular, you drove, all the way to Arkansas, had some technical seven issues. Hours. Yeah, seven hours, <laughs> had some car issues, um, but some kind of way you still made it happen. You still made, you know, made a way to get there. Same thing with me. You know, um, we had absolutely no clue the daddy daughter dance was going to be the exact same weekend as this one, but I put together some stuff to make sure that everything could happen. And so I wanted to kind of touch on this uh, specifically because I'm really sick of listening to other people's excuses as to why they can't do something or why things are so challenging. And so I think, you know, uh, without bragging on ourselves too much, I think we really have kind of figured out, um, you know, my terminology, the cheat code. And so I want to kind of dive in today and just talk about number one, why people have so many excuses and why do you think that is? Um, And then number two, how can we help them to kind of overcome that, especially in the lane of, of entrepreneurship? Well, excuses, you know, 
excuses come, I think, just from fear. So, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned the the car issues, but I, I want to just delve deeper in the story. Um, and so I don't know, a lot of you may know that, um, may not know, my brother passed away on Thanksgiving, my younger brother. So I was in his truck. And when I left Jackson, it was 79 degrees. So I'm driving, I'm driving. And I, the reason I drove his truck is because I purchased some furniture here and I wanted to take it back with me. Uh, I'm going to take it back with me. And so I just decided I'd drive. It's not that, I mean, seven hours is not that bad. I could do seven hours. So I drove the truck. And so as I'm driving, I'm noticing the temperature is dropping. So two hours before I get to um, the final, two and a half hours before I get to the final destination, the sunroof, the, there are two sunroofs, but the back sunroof just starts opening and closing by itself. Just open it like I'm not pushing buttons, nothing's going. So I would push the button, it would close, and then it would open back up. So by the time this started, it is 26 degrees outside. So I drove a little while, and then I just blasted the heat, and then I pulled over. I got no power to the sunroof. All the power in the truck was working, but the power to the sunroof was not working. No power to the sunroof. And so, you know, I'm just, I, 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 I couldn't do anything. So I just said, I'm just going to drive in. About 35 minutes before I got here, it started snowing. Like it was literally 19 degrees. 35 minutes in. So, and I, I want to talk about excuses too, because 35 minutes in, I pull over at a truck stop. I think it was a love. I go, you know, I asked the guy who was there, could he help me? He couldn't. So I just go in and buy some trash bags and some tape. And literally, I get the tape. Y'all know that mailing packing tape where you try mm -hmm. to take it off and then one little strip comes off and then you. You never can get it. So I'm literally, then I had like this emotional like thing. Like, I mean, you know, I just wanted to call. I couldn't call them. I couldn't do anything. So I'm just, I had this emotional moment. I was like, I just want to ask you, what did you do to this truck? You didn't tell me about that moment. Oh, I had, I, I literally sat there and probably cried for like 30 minutes. Like I had a break. And, and then I'm going to tell you, I had the, this emotional break. And then I said, I'm just going to go back home. Like I'm 35 minutes. You really didn't tell me about that. <laughs> I mean, so I literally, because I kept trying, the tape wouldn't work. It was snowing. I was cold. I mean, but I had the heat on in the truck, but the roof was open. And, I, you know, he had suede in the roof. And so it wasn't sticking. And so I was just so frustrated. I was like, I, you know, I, I've been driving at this point about six and a half, six and a half hours. I'm like, uh, Third, I, literally, I was 35 minutes away. On yeah. my GPS, it was 35. And I, I mean, I, I just, I had a break. Like, I'm just boo-hooing, hoping nobody, like, saw me. And I'm facing the gas station. But I'm sitting on the console facing the back of the truck because it was the back sunroof. So I'm just sitting on the center console in the center just, just boo-hooing. And so I was like, I'm just going back home. Like, I'm not going to drive six hours back home. I was just going to get a hotel. Go. But... I just had to gather myself and I came on in, got myself together. But that could have been an excuse for me just to say, you know, forget it. For forget sure. Forget it. Forget yeah. it. You know, I, I had, because I was really coming for a dinner that night. It was a VIP dinner. I paid for the VIP dinner. And it was like, if you can't get to the dinner, you know what? You know, I just felt like I just I, forget it all. You know, just, I just wanted to give up. I just forget it. You know, I, because not only did I drive six hours, but you have to prepare to be gone three days yep. to, to be here. Like, From it's not like my life stopped. I mean, I have businesses, it's tax season. You know, I had to prepare. Then that morning, 
I met a tenant and signed a lease. And and I was a little late leaving. So I, I had a property running out. Like it was a lot. I had a lot of moving parts just yeah. to get on the road to get here. So yeah. so so excuses, you know, excuses come, but you all you just have to overcome. But the great thing with me, I knew people were expecting me. Um, yeah, I was expecting you Thursday night because I'm yeah, like, I, you know, like, what's going you? What? <laughs> and I like, I like, I was just like, this cannot be happening to me. But it, but you can overcome, and I think a lot of times people let. This was a big thing to me, but in in the grand scheme of things, it was small. But people let small stuff um, just frustrate them and take them off course and make them turn around and abandon the track that they were on. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think that that was a small thing, though. I mean, you really did. I mean, it's it's only been a few months since you lost your brother, so mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of people would have used that as their escape. You know, like yeah. okay, I probably shouldn't. This this is a sign that I should. Yeah, I just need to go home. You know, I should go home and just forget about it. And I think that's just um, for most people, it can be the smallest pebble in the road. Mm-hmm. For people like me and you, it's really gonna take like this this mountain of a situation to happen before we just legit just give it all and just be like, you know what, forget it. I'm all the way done. But for what you did, first of all, you didn't tell me that yeah. all of this happened. Yeah, I, I just, I, yeah. It was. I called you. We yeah. had a conversation and not one time did you tell me you had a meltdown. I mean, it was <laughs> a highway. meltdown. No, but see, here's the deal. I don't like cold weather. And it went from 79 to 19 in Thank a you. six and hour snowing. time span. Like and snowing. And snowing. Like it was snow, like it was the, it was white stuff everywhere. Like I it was it was awful. I'm a I'm I'm from the silk. Okay, I'm a I'm a southern girl. And I just I just don't think that's yeah. Not, not well, here's what you did though, Cerise, without even knowing. Like we have this built-in mechanism, and maybe at some point in time we need to reverse engineer and figure out how it is that we, we built these mechanisms that we have. Because mm-hmm. like like we said, for some people, they literally are going to shut down. Like this is their moment where they have decided I'm going to quit. Not only did you, you know, you you just recently lost your brother, you driving his truck down here, um, but you had a whole emotional breakdown in the middle of the highway. And yet, and still, I consider myself one of your closest friends. And I'm on the phone with you, and I can't even discern that you just had a breakdown. Okay. And mm-hmm. you, 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 mm-hmm. you have made this mental toughness to say, you know what, get it together. Yeah. I got yeah. stuff to do. I got to get some stuff done. I got these candles in the back of my trunk. I got to sell at this mm-hmm. pop-up shop. I got to, I got to make sure that my clothes <laughs> is shifted in these two and a half days. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's, at some point we have developed, I don't know when it happened or how it happened, but some kind of way we, we need to figure out how to tell, especially women entrepreneurs, right? Because we're going to get some adversity that, other people not gonna get, you know, in the business world or you know, in life in general, whatever the case may be. But what do you feel like uh, got you to that particular point where now situations like that don't just trip you up to the point where you're ready to quit? Because I know my end game. Like I have some place I'm going. Like I know where I'm supposed to be, and I know these are steps to get me there. And even though it's, you know, have hiccups and stuff, doesn't always turn out. This is not it. And I knew that this was not it. And I had to be here. Like, I knew I had to be here um, in order for me to just to get to where I'm going. Like, I know where I'm going. Yeah. 
I might not know, you know, I might not know it, it, it perfectly, but I do have a vision of where I'm going. And I knew that my story was not going to end. You know, and I knew I could not turn around and drive six hours back. I was like, I'll just drive three more hours, get a hotel. And it, it, like, I couldn't even believe that I had thought that that thought came to my mind. I can't so, believe it either. Uh, but I, well, I don't even know. I believe that it came, but I also believe that you, that you did what you did. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what makes us, um, unique in the sense that we're not special that we don't have the thoughts of quitting or wanting to quit or feeling defeated, but it's how we respond to, you know, those feelings of defeat. Now I see, I see Sean, um, I see Sean, Sean Strickland jumped on the live just, just now. Hey Sean. And we talked, talking a little bit about your, um, your soul shift here, but I want to know, you know, specifically from Sharice after she has, you know, this whole situation, because uh, Lamont and I had a situation too at the airport, but um, yeah. after you have your situation and then you, you now went through the soul shift, the event is, is over. Now, what do you feel like you would have missed out on had you said, I'm going to go drive back three hours, stay at a hotel and then drive the other three in the morning and just not go? Well, I met some amazing people. I met, met some amazing women this weekend. Um, and shout out to all my Soul Shift sisters. Uh, and I want to encourage anybody who missed Sean's Soul Shift to try to get here next time. Yeah. So, um, you know, prepare yourself for October. She, there'll be something else. But try to get, get here next time. Um, and also, when you're in a group like that, other people have breakthroughs that are applicable to you. So it's like you get a, I mean, you you get a shift, you get a shift, you get like everybody gets a shift. You know what I'm so everybody gets a shift and you know, you may think your thing is one thing and then somebody else can go through something else and then you're like, oh, that's my thing too. Or I had that issue too. And then it's, you know, uh, helping each other. Like everybody chimed in on everybody. business strategies, mm-hmm. uh, soul issues and just, it was, and so, you know, where you could help people and get help at the same time, like in an environment like that, it was a safe space. Uh, it was a non-judgmental space. And so, you know, it was a space where you were really free and could be free. And I don't think you could really shift your soul. I don't think you can really get the freedom or the level of freedom, you know, hiding behind an image. And so all the masks were off and, um, and so I would have missed all that with, you know, my shift and their shift too, which helped me shift. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what I would have missed. Yeah. And that's huge. And I think, um, that's why I wanted you to you talk about it because I want, I want women entrepreneurs to know something very specific. We all are going to have obstacles. We'll all have challenges, but that does not mean that it's not meant for us to get to our final destination. Right. It, it just it's for me, I feel like it's almost like part for the course. Like it's just there to see how bad do you really, really want, want yep. you know, what you what you say you want. You know, are you gonna still go the distance and then make these connections and you know set up and you know be able to sell your candles tonight and mm-hmm. you know um you know meet all of these people that will eventually turn into relationships that will probably blossom into something that will you know benefit you in the future like we miss out on so much when we decide to let one hurdle one little obstacle Problems. one little rock in the road stop us from going you know to the next level right so i i don't want I don't want us to get emotional. Now I get it. You had yeah. your emotional moment. I'm yeah, saying but I, I did it and I got it out and I moved on. 
Yes, wow. and I think we get stuck in those pits yeah. of emotion. It's like it's okay yeah. to express the emotion. What I don't think is okay to do is to get stuck is, there, get stuck in the emotion, yeah. and then hit the rewind and play button and rewind and play. Like we don't have to talk about the fact that you had a, a, a emotional breakdown in the middle of the highway, thirty minutes from your destination tomorrow. <laughs> we are talking about it today to help people understand this is what it takes. Yeah. But if we talk about this again next week and you go through this same breakthrough or breakdown next week, we have a problem. We got a problem. Yeah. We, yeah. we have a problem. Why? Because now the window is fixed. Okay. You, you got what you needed to get out of the, out of the event and you've met all these new amazing people. Your soul has been shifted. Why are we still talking about it? Why we can't, why we can't move past. And so I, I definitely don't want, um, I don't want anybody else to be able to use the excuse right. that they had a situation. Okay. <laughs> and now we're still talking about that situation now 12 years later it's yeah. dope and what we did learn uh, <laughs> what we did learn this weekend at the, yeah. at the Joseph is that um, we all have a story right yeah, Like we, we all have something that has happened but what Sean did an amazing job of uh, this weekend is helping us to realize that we don't have to live there like we don't have to stay there in that story we can move past it I think we have a soul shift sister in the in the room with you. Yes, so we, we do. We do. Amen. Just a minute ago. Marsha. Hi, I'm Marsha. Hey, Hi, Marsha. I know. I know you got some feedback Hi. on what we were just talking about. So feel free to to drop in some some feedback from you know our, our discussion here. Yeah, tell us where you're from, and then she wanted to know where I was from. I came from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to Arkansas. Never been here before, you know. Didn't even know that black people lived here. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I was super shocked, especially with that kind of note. <laughs> so, Girl, listen. So I had obstacles too when I was coming. Um, my I got to my airport in enough time, but then when I got there, the line to be checked in was extremely long. So another security guard came up and he showed me another alternate route so I went that way so my plane was um boarding at 12 38 I still hadn't gone through the you know putting your hands up and getting searched and it was 12 30 oh wow. so I'm like oh my goodness so I have to run through the airport like OJ now <laughs> so then <laughs> um I, I got on the plane and then we sat on the runway for 40 minutes so mm -hmm. I'm like oh I'm gonna miss my connecting flight in Chicago but then that one was delayed because of the weather. So that was cool. But then when I got here, um, it's country to me. Very. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to get an Uber. So I think by this time it was like six something at night. It was I was going to get an Uber. And the Uber estimate was about $80. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I then hurried up, got on hot wire, rented me a car for less than what it is for the four days. And then when I got to the hotel, well, they're working on the hotel. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be cold. Because <laughs> they never had plastic on the windows. <laughs> when you stayed in. <laughs> it was comfort, no, days in. in okay. Right. Okay. So then he got my room, but then I went to Walmart and came back, and my key didn't work. So I had to go through the cold with all my bags and tell him my, my key wasn't working. So then he... Got me in there. Next morning, I get up to get ready to come to Soul Shift. I knew I had to be there at 9. At 8.30, I left out to go get my free breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> come back. 
I can't get in my room. It's 8.15. I still have to take a shower. All my stuff is in the room. <laughs> the, she ended up having to um, literally dismantle the entire lock on the hotel room. And I'm like, I'm going to be late. <laughs> I don't want to walk in there late. But I hurried up, got myself together, and I walked in at, I think, 9.01. Did I look like I had went through anything? Because I kept on saying, devil, devil, yeah. you are not going to do this to me. You're not going to mess up my shield. <laughs> but what they should have done is give you a free room. Uh, they should have gave well, you a room. they upgraded free. me to another room. Okay. Because it was better than the, the one I had. So, okay. um, it's still, it's like you said, the obstacles, I could have you know, staying in my room once I got in there because who knows if I'm going to get back in when, if I leave. Wow. <laughs> so, but I didn't, I pushed through and um, I said, I don't know what, um, I didn't know what to expect when I got and saw everybody um, at Soul Shift. But when I got there, um, like Cherie said, you were able to um, give other people a blessing and you can receive one as well or a solution to your a problem that you had. And I had no idea, like, the stuff that came out of me was going to affect people the way it did. Yeah. No, so, I, I think you added a lot of value. It was awesome. Um, in that world, <laughs> uh, especially yesterday. Now, I wasn't able to be there today. I heard it was fire. Thanks it to was. all the guys that, um, you know, that rubbed it in. It uh, for I'm not a crier either, and I had the nerve to cry. But I wiped what? my tears. I did. <laughs> Oh man! I, so I missed I missed my my tender moment today. Yes. <laughs> I could have cried today if I was able to uh, if I was able to stay. But yeah. I just I'm I'm glad that you shared that as well. Um, and then of course I'm I'm glad that Sheree shared you know her obstacles. Now you know mine were probably I guess minor, but in the beginning of um, so I flew from New Orleans to Houston. And then to um, to Arkansas, when we were in Houston, uh, they told us that our flight, like we got to the gate, we sitting there and, and it like literally at the time we were supposed to start boarding, they said, uh, the flight's been canceled, go to customer service. I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we walked back from terminal, um, I think we were in terminal uh, C, had to go back to B to go to customer service. I get there and I'm standing in line and I hear clear as day, call customer service. So I call customer service while I'm standing in this line. There's probably like 40 people in front of us. And the lady on the phone says, your flight hasn't been canceled. It's been delayed. Now, mind you, it's like a 15-minute journey from the gate where I was at back to customer service. So I'm, I'm asking the lady, I'm like, man, my flight, they told me at the gate that the flight was canceled. Like, we got to get another flight out of here. She said, well, there's no, there's no other flight until 5 o'clock in the morning. But your flight isn't canceled. It's just been delayed. I don't know. She said 55 minutes. She said, your flight's still on, you know, to leave. I said, okay, fine. So then we hike back another 15 minutes to get back to the plane. And we walk up to the to the gate where the desk is at. And Lemoyne says, uh, what's the status of the flight? She was like, oh, it's on, come on in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, is this Spirit Airlines? Because <laughs> United is on roll like <laughs> Y'all got to be kidding me. So I go, uh, we get on the plane, but we have to wait now um, probably close to an hour because they, the flight was a full flight and they had to, you know, basically find all the rest of the people that they had scurried on off and told them that the flight was canceled. So we had to wait basically about an hour before we left. Um, flight finally leaves. Great. You know, we get there and everything is fine. But in some of those, uh, in some of the challenges that we all had to experience over the last two days, I must say that I know 
that there are some people that, is, that are watching this or maybe even listening to the to the podcast that may have had moments where they they had something way smaller than probably anything that we've described today and they just wanted to quit you know in that moment and i think maybe that's why it was so heavy on me on my ride back from the um the airport because i realized how often people make excuses for stuff that really isn't legitimate you know like sometimes people really do have some some heavy things um that are weighing on them that causes them not to make progress and i think um it's too many people um that use you know small pebble like situations uh to keep them from actually gaining access to the opportunities that are out there um, and I, I say that because it's, it's events like this that we attended this weekend that, um, like Sean said there, that will be life changing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like these are connections that we'll make as crazy as it seems. Me and Sharice attending the, the exact same church for I don't know how long. And it took for us to go to an event, yeah. <laughs> a conference, mm -hmm. for us to realize, you know what, we might need to, we might need to connect a little more often. Right. You know, but we took advantage of an opportunity only to, you know, make a connection that I, I truly feel will last for a lifetime. And so I, I definitely want to make sure that people understand that everybody out there is going to have a challenge. You're going to have a challenge of some sort at some particular point in time. And that doesn't mean that you should stop you know, doing what it is that you're doing. It just means that you suppress harder because mm -hmm. there are doors that we might not have had, you know, the right key access to. But what I do have access to is a locksmith. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to stop because the door is locked or I don't have to stop because it seems like it might be, you know, uh, it might be caught up. I'm, I'm going to keep pushing or I'm going to keep turning until I get into the places that I want to be into. And sometimes people just think, you know, that the little smallest little thing is a sign for them to quit. It's really, it's really just a test for you to decide whether or not you're gonna be well, legit, Sharita Bell. You know, is Sharita Bell really gonna keep driving this last thirty minutes to go <laughs> to the property that she needs to set up into this, you know, in this property that she just, you know, made an offer on? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, is Sharita Bell gonna keep driving this thirty minutes to sell how many candles you just sold in the last ten minutes? At least fifteen. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just think that sometimes people just they get so you know, so emotional, so fast. And I'm really, I'm still talking to the women entrepreneurs because I know that that's an issue is how we just allow our emotions to just completely overtake what we do in our businesses. And we got to stop it. Like our, we shouldn't allow our, mo our emotions or our feelings to make business decisions for us. Mm -hmm. So I think we got some people that, um, okay. made some, yeah, we made some comments. You, you saw, you saw them. Yeah, let me see them. <laughs> um, Let's see. I know everything is delayed. If you guys have some questions, we probably should have said that earlier, then you can most definitely um, put it, your questions inside of it. If anybody from the Soul Shift, any of our Soul Shift sisters, that's what we call ourselves now, um, the show's Soul Shift sisters, if you had a challenge, some type of challenge uh, getting here, we just kind of want you to say something. Because I think... Oh, that's cool. Uh -huh. That would be cool. Yeah, just, just let us know because... You know, I think the challenges were only there because of the level of breakthrough that mm -hmm. these women got. And I, I think um, it was, you know, sent by the enemy to stop that. Yeah. Um, I and I, I think I think for most of us, our lives will change um, yeah. for the better uh, because of this soul shift. And I think if we had, any one of us had not been there, it would have been different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I so agree. I think we all needed to be there. Totally, uh, totally different as a collective unit, as a group. Um, and I think we were all needed in that space at that moment. 
Yeah. And the the, um, the other thing about that, that thought that I had earlier today, um, there is a shortage of people that don't make excuses. Don't think you will automatically have access to an abundant life without being Challenge. Yes. You yes. look, you know, um, I think was that the devotional? Did I share that devotional with um that probably wasn't you, Sharice. That was probably another group of um that had to be another group of people that I shared that devotional Which with. One? I'm gonna try to find it. I don't think it was our weekly um okay. I don't think it was our weekly devotional. But yeah, so on top of this prop podcast, we do a devotional <laughs> weekly, we have a prayer call. I mean we do yeah, it's, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot a lot of stuff. But it takes a lot. So, Chris, I think it takes a lot. Um, you talk about not having excuses. I think it takes all of what we do. And sometimes people say it don't take all that, but it does. It really does. Yeah. It, it may not for you, but it really does take all this to keep us going, uh, keep us focused. Uh, because y'all in an instant you can fall off like in an instant that excuse to come you can make an excuse and it it's justifiable like yeah your excuses could be real to you and justifiable but you can't get stuck there you got to keep going but who cares right yeah, yeah, like, who cares? Gotta, because if, if we get if we get caught up in those excuses we won't make any legitimate progress i found a devotional i'm sorry Sharice. i probably did not send this to you i will though after we finish the podcast because okay. i feel i feel some type of way for not sharing this you, should. <laughs> you, you really should but it said um okay so it, this is just a small snippet from the devotional <laughs> but it said um i had good plans okay. for my son and they still included a cross. I'll read that again. I had good plans for my son, and they still included a cross. Jesus was perfect, and he was, and he still suffered. Mm-hmm. When we face challenges, it doesn't mean that we're being punished by God or he's withdrawing his love from us, right? It simply means that we're not in heaven yet. Like, there is no, it, it's not like we were promised anything absolutely perfect in order to have an abundant life. That's not necessarily what it means. It simply just means that the challenges will come. However, we're overcomers and there should be an expectation. Like how, first of all, that's a good thing. Thank you. How can we be an overcomer if we don't have challenges, right? Like what is it exactly? We don't, we don't get that. If we, don't right. conquer, if we don't have anything to conquer, how then can we be labeled as conquerors? And so all of us are spending all this time whining and complaining and moaning that if you have no challenges, it simply means that you ain't doing nothing with your life. Mind, you that's have, a word. That's a word. It's a word, Sharice. It's a word. If you have no challenges whatsoever, it simply means that you are not making any forward progress. Yeah. That's all that means. Don't scared of you. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> so if you want to up to your title of being a conqueror or an overcomer, then that simply means that you need to actively participate in overcoming something. Right. Right. Otherwise, you 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 a fraud. And I think you have some of your biggest challenges before your biggest breakthroughs. Oh man. Yeah. You're gonna just you're gonna just say that. I feel like we should do like we did this weekend and stand up on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's real though. I think yeah. we, well, my challenge this weekend really wasn't um well I take that back. Because yeah. I Cause almost, you were almost you were you were, I almost didn't come. Yep, yep. So both of my daughters um got sick this week. So Monday everything's fine, looking up, um, you know, making travel plans. Tuesday, I get a call in the middle of the day. 
Miss Robinson, your daughter has 101 fever. You got to come pick her up. I'm like, God, please. I'm thinking Tuesday, I file Thursday. How am I going to get over a fever? So this is when you really go to praying. You know, like super hard. Like, look, Lord, I need the healing power of the blood of Jesus to come over my daughter right now. I got a flight. Throw me some ice and you cool down. Heal her now, Lord, please. Because I'm like, I got to, you know, I got to go to the social. And so um, I uh, I go pick her up from school or whatever. And I, you know, I get her the medicine and all. I, of course, um, I had an appointment scheduled for my younger daughter already for Wednesday. I said, look, we're going to make this thing work. I'm going to just walk in there with a sick child. No way they're going to say we, we ain't going to see both of them. I'm like, she's sick. You got to see both of them at the same time. But Wednesday, I had already had um, a day full of appointments. Uh, I, I was doing uh, interviews for some drivers and I had a, a staff meeting. So it was like, I have a lot of stuff on the schedule. Well, lo and behold, Lemoyne gets sick on Tuesday. <laughs> and so I make Lemoyne stay at home with Caitlin. I'm like, y'all are quarantined. Y'all got to feel better because this fight is happening tomorrow. <laughs> so I said, if I don't make it back from the city in time to get um, both of them to the doctor, Lemoyne, I'm going to need you to get it together and I'm going to need you to take them to the doctor. Well, before I leave the house, I get another phone call. One of my friends, um, their uh, 10-week-old baby was in the hospital. He had the flu. And so they, had, they were releasing him on Wednesday morning from New Orleans and I had to drive them to Gulfport. To back Which home. Is how long? How long a drive is it? That's an hour and a half. First of all, it's past my house, so it's an hour and a half from New Orleans. And then I had to drive another uh, forty-five minutes back from Gulfport back to my house. So of course, this is I'm like, what kind of day? I got five or six interviews, a meeting, plus I got to drive, you know, them and the baby back. Um, in time, I don't think I'm gonna make this doctor's appointment. So I said, Lamorne, you're gonna have for sure. You're gonna have to handle it now. Like, there's no way. I'm gonna be able to make this back. Thankfully, Caitlin didn't have a flu. She just had a, you know, a little common cold. Lamorne, as country as all can be, he just swears that if he let the sun hit his face, everything gonna be all right. He was right though. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> he got on his little cold, and all was well. Thank goodness, because um, I had to be at this social. But I could have immediately just said, "Oh my God, my baby is sick." I can't, you know, I can't go. Of course, I did the proper, you know, took the proper precautions, took it to the doctor, make sure everything was right. The doctor cleared her to go back to school on Thursday, thankfully. And we had already had somebody set up to watch the girls. Um, but of course, as a mom, right now, we switch it to a whole nother thing, because as a mom and an entrepreneur, um, I get conflicted a lot because I always want to make sure that I'm still being a great mom to my kids. But then I'm also making sure that my business thrives. And sometimes that pulls on me. Like, am I being too much of a business owner and not enough of a mom? And so in this particular moment, even though I was going to this event, not necessarily for uh, for business, but it was it was something personal for me. And as a mom, that can pull you sometimes. You like, no, I just put myself before my kids. But we talked about that. You know, we talked about that this weekend that. It's important for me to get myself together so that I could be the best mom that I could possibly be for my girl. And so even though that was really, really tough for me, leaving them, you know, with a little, little cough and all of this, you know, now they faked out some coughs on me to try to make me stay, I'm sure. But, <laughs> but I, you know, as a mom, I was conflicted. And, you know, I was a little challenged in that. I, I wanted to make sure that I was right, making the right decisions. And I would just keep, I, I kept pulling back and forth, like, am I making the right decision to leave, you know, now with them not feeling well? 
And I'm glad that I left because I, I get back here and they just as bubbly as can be. They were absolutely fine. No issues <laughs> whatsoever. Um, but I think that sometimes we can experience, you know, those types of things as a mom and as an entrepreneur and, and not necessarily know when we should be, you know, one or the other. You know, when we should, you know, turn off the mom hat, um, not completely, but at least enough, you know, where we can make sound decisions uh, for our business. But it is important to have backup plans, you know, like that so that we can continue to flourish in what we're doing and not allow any little small obstacle to just completely um, take us off of our path. I'm sorry, I thought I had lost you guys. You still moving? You're still here. You're still here. Good. Um, so we're gonna go back. Um, oh look, we got Jackie on here. Jackie says, I needed this, ladies. Thank you. I have five speaking engagements next week. And last night I tripped, bruised one leg, sprang and sprang the other ankle on the other oh, leg. Wow. I almost let the injuries impact my work. Hold on, there's more. Uh my work next week. I'm still going to make it all happen. Look at that. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's uh Jack, that's Jackie Twilly. Jackie, um, okay. Yeah. Wow, Man. Jackie. That and see, this that's the whole point of, of, of this particular thing, right? Like, first of all, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like um I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. That that might have that one would have gotten me. I like look, I can't even walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm because I'm now I'm visualizing how is this how you gonna actually you gotta speak. Are, are you going to speak? Like you're not mobile. Are you mobile, Jackie? Like are you going to go on crutches and speak? And I'm laughing because I know that somebody would have would have like um, mm -hmm. jammed their finger and said that they couldn't do their speaking engagement. Right, right. You're about to hobble on this stage, crawl on this stage. I'm a roll on, on this crutch, stage. Some kind of way on this stage. But she's she about to do this speaking engagement. Five. She's about to do Five. five. <laughs> Five speaking engagements. And and Jackie is a beast on the stage. So I already know she's going to give it all she got. But yeah. she got to do it not with one messed up leg, but two. Two whole messed up legs. If that wasn't enough for y'all to keep rolling, mm -hmm. I don't I don't really know. I don't really know what it is. But Crystal, yeah. Crystal I want to mm -hmm. ask um, the ladies, just think about what excuses, um, what opportunities, yeah, what opportunities have you missed because of your excuses? Yeah. Um, what doors question. that you didn't even walk in that you could have walked in um, what, what opportunities did you not take because mm -hmm. now is not the right time I got kids I just got married I just you know just got divorced I just um, I just moved um, had it, I had just had a baby so you know like what what? I just had twins, you know. I mean, what? I mean, you know. Right, right, right. You just had twins. Just had twins, you know. So what? But what really excuses um, have you? Had, what opportunities have you missed out on? And, and I, you might not know all of them, but I'm sure there are some out there that you know. And you, 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 you probably came up with the excuse. And sometimes excuses are, are fear is is couched in excuses. Mm -hmm. And so you, yeah. we make these excuses or, uh, you know, it's like you're just so glad something happened. So you didn't have to do it because you didn't you were afraid to do it anyway. Ooh, now, if Sharice calling folk out on fear, then I know <laughs> <laughs> there is a God. There <laughs> is a God. OK, just don't get it twisted. <laughs> I mean, if she calling you out on fear, I'm away. I know it's a little delayed on our um, 
on our live feed mm-hmm. for somebody to come in with um with some comments on that. But that's an absolutely phenomenal question. Um, some opportunities that we've missed out on either because of fear, you know, um, or not being ready. What not being ready is a big excuse. Yeah, that we yeah. always get. I mean, I, that's the one I can think of in my head. Like I'm just not ready for all the way ready. All the way like, ready whatever for that. all the way ready. Mm-hmm. We talked about that even in the soul shift, not being prepared, or we yeah. don't think we're prepared. We talked about that today in the soul shift, or and how women in particular uh, need to be, you know, over prepared. Whereas a lot of times men just go and take mm-hmm. it, and you know, they just wing it. Yeah, I wonder why is that though. I was so glad um... we had a whole discussion in soul shift about that today. Sorry, you missed it. Oh <laughs> yeah, Pastor um, Edwin, he yeah he chimed in, in on that. Too. Wow. As, as to why men are able to act much faster than, than women? Well, he just he just talked about the opportunities. You know, he he had a woman, and I'm paraphrasing. If, if I'm wrong, y'all correct me. But he had a woman um, that could have taken a much higher position, and she didn't feel she was ready. And um, she, she wasn't as qualified. She didn't know all the subject areas and teaching or something. And a guy who had never been a teacher applied and got the job, and he's now her boss. But he has no experience. But she never applied for the job. Like she didn't even try. Like, what are you not she even trying? Stuck, yeah. yeah. What are you not even trying? I mean, she would have gotten the job probably had she applied. Wow. But see, that, that, that hurts my feelings. I don't even know that lady. And like, now my inside is on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I don't. Um, that's hard to hear. That's yeah. very hard to hear. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, particularly why it is um, as women that we don't that we don't assert ourselves in that same, in that same manner. Um, I've talked about it before um, on social media as to how, of course, you know, my brand is dominate with crystal. And then, you know, the new logistics company is dominate logistics and how uh, particularly men, I really have, I haven't had any women to say anything about it. Um, But I was approached by three different men, almost within like a two day time span, asking why I chose to name my particular business Dominate Logistics. And, you know, to one of them, I responded, well, is there any other way you should do anything other than dominate it? You know, another guy said, man, Dominate Logistics, that's kind of aggressive, isn't it? I said, yeah, that's the point. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, here we are. um, And by no means, uh, if anybody that's watching this that knows me personally, you know, you know, I'm not an arrogant person. Um, nor will I, you know, legitimately pat myself on the back for anything. If anything, I'll probably wave it off. Um, but now here we are almost, um, three weeks now into, you know, into the business and my company has been recognized now for the last two weeks as being the best company inside of that particular warehouse. I'm not saying that, you know, because I want the kudos, I'm saying it because I can legitimately dominate anything that I touch. And just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I can't do that. Or just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I don't know anything about logistics or that I'm any less qualified you know, to do the work or run the company than anybody else. Like, um, and that well, particular example, oh my God. Well, well, Crystal, and uh, we talked about this again today at Social, but you dominate because you believe you can. And Correct. so uh, we talked that. a lot about belief and what do you believe? Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it for you. I can see, I can cheer you on. I can rah-rah all day. But if you don't believe it for yourself, mm-hmm. there's nothing, I mean, that, there's nothing we or anyone else can do. Um, you have to believe it, and you clearly believe that you dominate. Oh man! And you took action. And you, yeah, took action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And taking, he was, taking notes, huh? Just on paper, 
words on paper don't mean anything if you don't take action. Oh, like you can man. write all day long. You can have yeah. notebooks, notes on top of notebooks, Journals, on top of notebooks. Yeah. And if you I don't told, do anything, it don't mean anything. I told Sharice um, at the end of last year, I said in 2019, there is not another course, there's not another class, there is right. not anything that it is that we need to do. I said we have all the information it is that we need. And I didn't say that in the sense that I'm not going to do anything in the area of personal development. But what I mean is I'm not revisiting the same old stuff that I've been hearing for years to come. I'm Mm -hmm. saying I'm going to execute all the information that I do have to Mm -hmm. capture some of those opportunities that we're talking about. Like that's the, that's the reason why we, why we flip over every excuse because we're not implementing the, the, all of the, the information that we've been, we've been gathering. And we talked about this too, this weekend. um, I think I mentioned it is how um, as women, right. We're built to be nurturers. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's the way that we were manufactured by our creator. We were built to, to, to nurture. We were, we were built as human incubators, right? Anything that, that goes in us, we grow it and then we push it out, right? Like that's the whole process of a woman, so to speak. And so if that is the case, why is it that we, we divert from that, um, that, that thing that we were built to do? when it comes to information and knowledge. Like, why don't we take the information that we've been getting all this time and, and put it in our incubator, so to speak, and then grow that thing for the nine months or however long it needs to grow and then birth it. How is it that we forget how to nurture, how to grow, how to develop in the things that, that make us better people? Like, I don't quite, or, or make us live, you know, live our best lives, so to speak. We do that for everybody else. We know how to nurture. We know how to do that for any and everything that comes to us. But when it comes, when it's about us specifically, we, we falter. I don't understand. Excuses, distractions. Yeah. Uh, distractions are another form of excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an actionable yeah. form of excuse. Yeah. You can say yeah. no, but yeah. there's a lot of people that don't know I've, how to say no. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've decided just not to be an information gatherer. No more. Like I can get the information, but I have to do something with it. Like our capacity, you know, uh, for getting more information. I'm saying it's t- it's time out for that. Like when are we going to offload some of that stuff that we have um, that we've already learned over this, you know, however many years we've we've been into, you know, personal development or you know, gathering business strategies. And now in the season that I'm in, particularly, is um, you know this whole soul shift thing, thanks to you know Sean. And I'm saying. If that's what we're going to do, like, I'm not going to go and participate in a weekend like what we just experienced and then be the same people that I was, you know, before I came. I'm not going to I'm not going to use one little excuse that comes up or one little small obstacle to decide to be who I was before I went there. Like, why invest the time? Why leave my, you know, my sick kids here for somebody else to help with them? You know, why go through all of these these issues and, you know, pay the funds to get there and back to only stay who I was before I went? It doesn't it doesn't really make sense that we keep going around the same um, circles over and over and over again for absolutely no reason. Look at this. Uh, Christy said, uh, Marsha taught me all about saying no to others and yes to myself. Look at that. Marsha. <laughs> Look at I that. I hope she keeps saying no, too. <laughs> I hope she does, too. I hope she does. Christy also said that she, she um, I think when we asked the question about um, you know, what excuses have we made? She said she made excuses that she was disabled or she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, Christy, those are exactly that, excuses. 
Um, however, after this weekend, we're not doing that no more. As Sabrina said, women think they must be able to perform everything on the job announcement versus men who look at the same announcement and see two things and go for it. Ha! Now she said she sees that, that all the time. That's true. Like women feel like we have to perform everything on it plus. You like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we even talked about that today in the Soul Shift how women and especially as black women, we have to be, uh, we feel like we have to be two times as smarter, two times uh, smarter. We got to you know, do it faster, do it better before mm -hmm. we're even qualified or, or yeah. recognized. Yeah. And we we don't just know your stuff and do it. That's it. You know what? I just I had some in my shana na right then. We <laughs> we don't tell people for today. We're gonna tell people today that they need to shift out of their own way. Yeah, yeah. you need to shift out of your own yeah. way. That's yeah. that's I think that that is exactly the center of what it is um that we've been talking about now for all and of us. Our hour and Crystal, just you know, extend. So, if you have, and we all have made excuses, mm -hmm. just extend grace to yourself and say it stops now. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. it stops now. No more excuses. That thing that you're gonna do, um, that you were gonna do, if all of this stuff lined up, or if or when this happened, do it now. Yeah, do, do it now. Um, give yourself the great, yeah, you messed up, but okay, so mm -hmm. that's over. Did cry if you need to cry, uh, shout if you need to shout, scream, get it over with, and and, and get to doing. That's exactly shift right. out of it, shift out of it, and shift into what it is you're supposed it's to be. You know, just like uh, you know, I we talk about shifting and stuff. So, this is the craziest thing you you didn't know this about me, Crystal, but when I was what okay, we're talking about shifting, right? So, when I was a teenager when i i wanted a car i wanted a five speed because i wanted to learn how to shift gears i didn't know how to drive a five speed right i only knew how to drive on that and i was determined i told them i did not want a car you know here i am 16 demanding a car that was a five speed because i just thought it was something about changing gears that you know just made you powerful like i thought they went i want to be a race car driver y'all so i just thought uh <laughs> i just thought if I had a five, I could shift and get out of gear and just go real fast and take off at the mm -hmm. light. I mean, I'm 16, so, you know. So, my first car was a Mitsubishi 3000 GT, if y'all remember that. I think, I, I mean, I was in I was in the 10th grade. I got it. It was, it was a five-speed, and I could not drive it. Wow. I had to learn how to shift gears. And so, I got it, and I wanted to shift, and I wanted to learn how to shift, but I I, and I, I think it sat in the yard for like two weeks, but I was determined to learn how to drive that five speed. But and I think shifting is a is a process too. Once you learn to shift, you got to keep shifting. Of course, you, know, you got to keep shifting. So I, you know, that that just I just thought about that. Um, I love that car. It was it, it was it was so cute. But uh, I learned how. Are to you drive. telling me that you know how to drive a stick shift? Oh, the I can shift some gears. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I asked you. <laughs> but I can shift some gears. So, yes, that was my, like, my very first car. I bought it and did not know how to shift and learn, you know, I, I learned how to shift gears on, on my car. So, I just thought that was interesting in our soul shift yeah. while we're shifting. Very interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that you decided now in front of a live audience. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know how to shift some gear. Yeah, I do know how to shift gear. But I think shifting is important. Like you, like life is it a is. shift. Life is all about shifting it. You yeah. downshift when you know you or you go up. You're going up a hill and you're slowing down and you speed up. And you have to know when to shift. Yeah, like you can't go in, in fifth gear going 10, 10 miles an hour like you got to know when to shift and when to pull it back and when to so i just i think all this well i feel like i don't even know you sharice <laughs> what you, you say what i'm getting to is when she's talking about the shifting shifting takes shifting a car takes more work mm-hmm. than a you know uh, automatic. Automatic. yeah so shifting your life that takes more work than somebody you know just handing it to you mm-hmm. yeah. you got to do the work yeah, where most people miss out at. Um, uh, Chrissy said, "Now what?" Um, and I'm gonna assume, Chrissy, you were talking about, you know, of course, uh, when we said shift out of your own way. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. And for me, when I when I heard or when I read your statement of "now what," is it's really important. The one, first of all, do exactly what we said. Shift out of your own way. Like, get out of your old thought processes. You know, uh, get out of your old ways. Sometimes it could even mean get out of your old environments, like things that are, you know, making you not shift, mm-hmm. right? Because, of course, if you want to go to another level, now, I don't know anything about, you know, driving a stick shift, Sharif, but... You know I, how to drive a stick. I don't, but I, I do know oh. that if you, if, if you do want to shift gears, you got to at least move the stick. You yeah, know? you got to move the stick, girl. You got to move the stick, right? Okay, baby step. And yeah. so I'm saying, if we would push the clutch, you gotta push the clutch in. You gotta push the clutch, you know. So that sounds like some resistance, perhaps, um, that may be taking place in that process. But if I consider myself as the stick, then I'm saying you gotta move yourself from where it is that you are. You know, mm-hmm. move yourself from you know your current position, mm-hmm. and that means that could mean your environment, that could mean your thought processes, um, that could mean your um, your habits or your your uh, daily activities. You have to determine what that is, but at least. You know, move from where you are right now. Get yourself into a place where you can, um, where it's, it's probably going to feel uncomfortable, right? Like before you even start this process of, um, you know, of understanding where you are is not where you want to be. But once you once you get out of outside of your current environment, you can also start to see things about yourself that you didn't necessarily uh, see when you were in the old environment, right? right? Mm-hmm. I know when you, when you at least shift to another gear, do you not move faster or slower? Yes, you move. You, you know, yeah. You, you move faster. You move faster when you shift to another gear. That, that's the whole point of shifting the gear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's why I call it five speed. So the fifth speed is the, the, the highest, fast. Right? Yeah, the fastest. Mm-hmm. And so if we're going from one to two, two is at least a little faster than one. Yeah, yeah. Ten, so ten, I can at least say when I go to two, I might be losing some people that, you know, mm-hmm. weren't necessarily mm-hmm. going to go to level two, right? Because some people can't walk or run as fast as, you know, we were at, at level one. Or maybe some people don't talk the way that we're going to be talking at level two, right? You're right. Some people like to stay in neutral or parked. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's, that's <laughs> good. How about that? You know what I'm saying? How about this? <laughs> well, then, Crystal, something else interesting about learning. I don't know why all this comes back to me, but something interesting to learn about that I learned about driving a stick is when you first learn, you know, in between 10 and 20, you or 20, you're supposed to shift out of first and second. But at some point, you can feel when it's time to shift. You know, at some point so you can feel. You when, hear the I, yeah, you can hear it, and you can you feel the when it's time. <laughs> like, like I don't have to look at the at the the miles per hour anymore to see how fast I'm going and what gear I'm supposed to be. Like I can feel yeah. it, and you know when it's time to shift. Yeah. So, yeah, 
I just I, that's a good one. That's that good. is real good. And yeah. you know when yeah. we know that it's time to shift? Mm-hmm. When stuff around us gets to the point where we can't stand it no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're asking the question, you know, now what? You probably already are at that point. And then you can start, you know, you can start making those decisions to um to shift. But I sure hope I hope that that helped to um to yeah. answer the question. Yeah, uh, yeah, Becky. Becky. <laughs> I got in Becky's Jeep and it is a stick. Becky said hi Jeep. And yeah, Becky says she wants to be a race car driver too. Thank you that I'm not crazy, Becky, because I know I'm not the only one. And well, actually, Therese still drives like she's a race car driver. Girl, I do. I, I don't drive with her often at all. Um, because she she drives a little crazy. Becky, um, Becky will teach you. Actually, my car, my car, I can switch from automatic to five speed. It's great. I can I can shift the gears of my car. Just, so you just gonna brag just like that, you know? I mean, it, it, yeah, I, I love it. Like I can, if I feel like if I feel the need to, you know, feel like I want to go fast to shift, I just move it over and over. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I love about the life we live in, Sharice. Is, is we have freedoms everywhere we are, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even in our cars. Huh? You yeah, know, yeah, tell yeah. me that about platinum. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Look, we are approaching our uh, one hour mark for today. Um, it seems like it came so fast. Yeah, it was fast. It was <laughs> fast. Well, I ain't even hungry no more. We got, we got to go eat, y'all. We have not eaten since the soul shift. Like, I can't, we left. I came and set up, you know, pick up a few things and that set was up. Like four. And yeah, four. And so then we've been it's it's not not at the pop up shop. And, you know, we did the. We was um, on a fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could have made that an excuse not to even do this this uh this call. I have it even. Oh no, you wasn't gonna get off of it this this ah, time, boo. I have it even. Look, I'm hungry. I'm hanging. We're gonna be we're gonna be consistent, and that's yeah. the other thing, man. That's the thing about um entrepreneurship. If you're not consistent, you mm-hmm. will not reap the fruit. You will not but get the fruit. But we here. here, and when we still got three. We still got almost three hours to spare in this day. So I say, I say we conquered this we thing. Did. We did. We did. We are overcome. And, and we had a whole special guest on the Yay! fly. Kudos to Marshall for Thank joining you for us. Me. Yes. This is my it's, first live. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, good. Oh, man. You got to do it more often, Marshall. Yeah, this, this is great. Fun. This is fun. Great. All right, well, Yes, yeah, so we're so glad everybody had the opportunity to join us for episode two. Um, it looks like we're calling this one Shift Out of Your Own Way. Yep. Yep, Thanks to John Strickland for the uh, for the inspiration this weekend. Yes, I had an absolutely yes. great time uh, in Arkansas. So I'm gonna let you guys go and get something to eat. Becky wants okay. to know where y'all eating at, and you can tell her that offline once okay. y'all figure that out. Okay. And uh, we're gonna see y'all next week for episode three. This has been absolutely fabulous. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Deuces. <laughs>